Travellers. Um, it's Ryan here, as you can probably tell. It's you know, it's my voice that's the one that's not as good as Lee's. Um, so this is our second Babel service announcement. Um, but do not fear. It is not the same as the previous one where we essentially just moaned about the fact that our equipment had failed us. Um, some of you would be expecting a pod dropping this morning, um, but there isn't one, and that's not because we have failing equipment or whatever, so I'll explain what's going on. Um, as you will know if you've listened to the last few episodes, I am very excitedly going to be travelling to Canada, Canada. Um, on Saturday. So Lee and I have kind of been strategizing about how we're going to release when I'm not going to be able to record for a couple of weeks because I'm away. Um, and we've came up with what we thought was the best solution. We had kind of three options. The first option we thought about was to kind of put out some um, clips from previous episodes because um, we've obviously um, got a few new listeners who perhaps haven't gone back through the extensive Babel back catalogue. Um, and then the second option was um, to go on a little break and just say, hey, you know, we're going on a break. It's the summer holidays. We're kicking off our work shoes and putting on our sandals, which of course wouldn't happen because... Well, I for certain don't uh, think a man's foot should ever be on show. Um, And the third option was to put out some special episodes um, to kind of take a short detour from our regular programming and release some different content for you over the next couple of weeks as a kind of celebration of the summer holidays that are um, approaching. So that's, um, we've decided to go for the third option. So over the next couple of weeks, Lee and I are going to be dropping some um, specials and we're really excited about sharing them with you. Um, And uh, so the first one will be out this week. Um, If you want your um, fill of regular programming, obviously you can go back and listen to previous episodes. Um, You can head on over to the Instagram page at Pod um, because... There's lots of little hate list adverts coming out um, to to keep your interest. Um, and yeah, so <clears throat> we're going to drop... Um, we haven't fucked it, boys, don't worry. Um, but we're going to be dropping some special episodes over the next couple of weeks. And then uh, we will resume regular programming once I'm back from Canada and... Uh, we can get back into the nitty-gritty of the babblement. Um, so that is essentially what's going to happen. Um, do get in touch, as always. Um, if you're feeling particularly nice, you can uh, head on over to iTunes and rate and subscribe to the podcast because, you know, that is incredibly... Um, important so instead of just signing off and saying thanks guys um we'll be dropping an episode this week so blah blah i thought i would <clears throat> include a little uh hate list entry for you which i hope you don't mind and i'm sure lee won't mind um so in keeping with the theme of summer holidays and me going to canada um i spent last week trying to buy a suitcase um, and normally whenever i I sort of go anywhere, it's normally hand luggage and that kind of thing. But my hate list entry for this week is um, how difficult it is to buy a suitable suitcase for a holiday. Um, And I'll explain. I went down to, um, I went into town 
last Sunday looking for a case and I um, went around to a few shops trying to find the best deal and I ended up in TK Maxx. Now, I mean, TK Maxx could be on the list at times, but anyway, I went in there and spent about 45 minutes looking at all these random fucking suitcases and um, finally picked the one I wanted. So I paid for it, got it home. And it's got one of those locks where you um, put the zips in. It's got like a little combination lock. So I looked for the instructions as to how to change the combination, obviously, to, to a number that I would remember. So I followed the instructions, locked the zip in, all was good, went to open it, and didn't work. So fuck. So the next day, I had to take the suitcase back and... I had to pretend that I'd bought it and couldn't get into it from the start rather than I'd did it, changed the lock and then had broken it. So, um, but because I'd gone right at the end of the day, I didn't have enough time to be able to buy a new one. So I just got a refund. Then the next day I had to go back. So I spent three consecutive days in TK Maxx dealing with suitcases and finally managed to stumble across the one that was perfectly suitable for um for my travels but listeners it doesn't have to be that complicated surely there is an easier way to be able to find luggage honestly i spent an hour in total just lifting the suitcases off the fucking shelf in tk maxx and just kind of walking around dragging them there's too much choice for suitcases there doesn't need to be that many just have like three or four different different makes, different colours, different sizes, and just make it easy. So if anyone in the suitcase industry is listening to this second Babel service announcement, can you please, please, please make this easier? Because honestly, I wanted to rip what little amount of hair I have left out because it was just absolutely infuriating. So there's a little hate list entry for you listeners. I hope you enjoyed that. Um... So I'm going to end this Babel service announcement with another little special thing for you just to keep your funny juices flowing, which sounds gross. A couple of weeks back, um, we had the other best friend on the podcast and and Alex, and he delivered the first um, misery story or misery tales. Um, And I actually have another one for you, courtesy of um, a wonderful man um, called James or Smurf. And... um, this is uh, one of my favourite stories of all time. I've heard it a couple of times and I asked uh, James to record it for me um, for um, to be used in a pod at some point. And I thought, you know what, today is the day to use that. So we're going to end this episode with another misery tale. Um, and I'll, I'll call this one um, Birdicide. Um, hope you enjoy and... Uh, We'll be back this week, Babbers, with a very special episode. Cheers. So when I was about, I was doing about six years old, uh, myself and my mother were on about to leave the house to go to school for a regular school day. And uh, when I opened the door, as she would do most mornings, uh, only to discover that there was a small, very young baby bird on the doorstep of our masonette. Uh, Now, the the bird was still alive, uh, but it clearly was very 
very badly injured it it fallen from its nest uh, and or you know some something had happened to it it was breathing but it was it was flat out on its back clearly in some discomfort so my mum being the the good woman that she she is uh, she sent me off to school and she said I'm gonna look after the bird sort of nurture it back to health uh, and uh, hopefully in a few days time uh, once it's all better we'll be able to let it back off and it'll fly back off to its to its mum uh, so I went off to school had a had a, a normal school day all the all the usual lessons uh, and came back that afternoon and uh, of course the, the first thing on my mind was the uh, the health and whereabouts of the small bird so I asked my mum said mum how, how's the bird doing uh, is he is he is it better? And she said, well, I hope so. Um, I, what I did is I, I put it in the shed, um, made a sort of little sort of rehab centre for it. So I gave it sort of a little, a little saucer of water and a tiny little bowl of, of seeds for it um, to sort of get it back to strength. So yeah, hopefully, as I said, a couple of days should be, uh, should be well enough to, to fly off again and uh, reunite with its family. So I said, well, can I go and see it? Can I go and... Uh, give it my well wishes I said, of course son of course so we uh, went down the garden path uh, opened the shed door and there indeed uh, was the little baby bird uh, but unfortunately it had drowned itself in the saucer of water that my mum had provided um, um, this was unbeknown to my mother she last time she'd she saw it it was it was absolutely fine so she discovered the the carcass uh with me that that, that same moment so technically uh my mum killed that bird and thus the term birderer was coined